listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome back. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth with Nonstop Mom. Thanks so much for listening this week. Um, I really appreciate it. If you're new to this podcast, I know I kind of do this on the repeat, but I have a lot of new women that join just about every day, and I'm so thankful for you. But if you're new to this podcast, make sure you find me on Instagram under Carolyn Shuttlesworth or uh, head over to Facebook and you can either search my name or Nonstop Mom. And I have a fabulous group that um, over 1,300 women are a part of. I'll do Facebook Lives in there. I've done Facebook parties where I just want to bless you guys and give away gifts and we have some fun games. Um, I also... uh, pop up gift cards in there. You know, everyone needs to go out and have a coffee or a treat or something. And I want to bless you all for all your hard work, whether you're a mom or you're not a mom, you are a hard worker and I appreciate all you do. And so it's just an encouragement. It's just me on there encouraging you, giving the word of God Other women in the group are great encouragers. Uh, We're not selling businesses. We're not doing anything like that except uh, building you up with the word of God. So there's lots of questions on there. Homeschool moms, um, even if you're not a homeschool mom, you know, we kind of talk about it all. So if you're new to the group, make sure to join Nonstop Mom and not just like the page, but click join group. And that is where um, the majority of what takes place for Nonstop Mom is in there. Most of the announcements, that's where I do the gift cards. That's where I do the Facebook live teachings. Uh, So make sure to be a part of that. Uh, I've been working on a lot of stuff and I've got a lot of new exciting things coming out for Nonstop Mom and I want you to be a part of it. All right, let's get into it this week. Uh, Something that's been on my heart and... um, I'm not sure if I have like a grand title for it, but I'm just going to use the word uh, momentum. I, I really, in the last few weeks, I've had to understand that there's different momentum for different seasons. But see, what we have to get, um, what we have to do is be careful not to uh, criticize that season that you're in or do what most people do, you know is call it a down season. We have to understand as believers, as Christians, there are no down seasons. Even though you might, you know, getting through a battle here, get, pressing in your, your, you know, like it says in Psalm 23, you walk through the valley. We're not here to, to pitch tents. We're not here to build a community. We're not here to, you know, build our new home down in the valley and stay there. It says you walk through. So let's just start off this podcast with knowing that there are no dry seasons. I'll get into the word of God here in a minute with some verses on that. But there are no dry seasons. So if there's something that you are in a battle for right now, just keep fighting the good fight of faith, what we're called to do. Give those worries and cares straight to the Lord. 
because we are not made. We are, we are made to carry blessings. We are not, um, made our bodies, our spirit man, our physical body is not made to carry burdens. And it even says that in, in the Bible that we are not called to carry that heavy yoke. We are called to carry blessings. And there are times where we are fighting the good fight of faith. And it feels like we are down in that valley, but we have to realize that you are to keep walking. We are not staying. We're not having a campfire and roasting marshmallows out for one night in that valley. You just pack up your gear, pack up your stuff (laughs) and keep on walking. So this podcast that I felt to do is on momentum because it's just something I had to, you know, talk myself out of here over in the last few weeks when my season has changed, when my, my time, uh, what I've been doing has kind of switched night and day compared to what it was for the first half of this year. And it wasn't anything bad. It's just when I was praying and reading one morning, the Lord, you know, was speaking to me and he said, it's just changing your momentum. It's not that you're not running after the things of God that you've stopped. It's not that you need to just, you know, take it easy because even though, yes, I've done a podcast on rest. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's called stop before you drop. It's needed. It's like a different momentum that I'm talking about. It, it, it doesn't mean, like I said, that it's a bad, it's a bad season. So really what brought me to it was, um, having a change, you know, the first half of this year, I was nonstop and no pun intended, but really nonstop. Like I travel with my husband, uh, for the ministry, we go on the road together, but we also bring our three kids and two out of the three kids, you know, for anyone who's new listening, I am a homeschool mom. So I also homeschool and travel full time. And so, you know, life was busy. And then if you've heard anything about like our, our testimony with moving, we, when, when the Lord told us to move to Florida, we decided to, um, move down and rent when we first came to Florida, because we just wanted to be obedient to what the Lord called us to do. And so we didn't want to rush and buy a house. We moved down to Florida. We wanted to get a feel for the area, see what we liked. Well, we ended up renting into this neighborhood. And, um, while we were here, we fell in love with the neighborhood and it's something we really wanted to do. So to make a long story short, um, even when we weren't ready to move, God prepared us by, helping me find this home online that didn't even have a for sale sign in the yard. You know, it, it was just such a miracle how it all came together and how literally directly the Lord took, um, our steps to where we are currently living. And, um, you know, so we did a, a major move in April and Ted has been literally all over the world this year. And it's been like week to week. So we find out we have to move while Ted's in Alaska and I'm home. I've got seven weeks to be out of the rental 
for some reason, all of a sudden the guy we were renting from went into like this nervous frenzy because he knew we were like on our last year of renting and he got into this nervous thing. Like we're never going to find renters like you again. And we're just going to sell the house. So without any notice, Ted already had his schedule to be in Alaska and South Africa. I mean, all over West Virginia, Michigan, all these places. And, um, I was supposed to be with him for some of those. And I had to cancel that because I had seven weeks unexpectedly to pack a house and buy a house. So, you know, it was busy. And on top of that, I'm homeschooling. So then fast forward in April, we moved, we got in, I don't even like, I blink my eye and it just happened. So, so kind of crazy, but, um, we get into the house and right after we get into the house, a week later, we have our worship summit. Uh, if you don't know anything about that, you can check that out on our website, uh, miracleword.com. But every year we have a Southeast worship summit and, um, so that happened a week after we moved. And then a week after that, I hit back on the road again with Ted and the kids, still finishing up homeschool and traveling. So then it literally went from week to week. And then, you know, I had the opportunity completely um, unexpected because I just, you know, I've just literally been doing what God's called me to do with nonstop mom and a few doors open for me to preach at some women's conferences this summer. So I said yes to that and stepped out and did that. And so here I am traveling with Ted, finishing homeschool, the summer hits. Now I've got my own meetings on top of being on the road with him. And it was just like back to back to back until I got home at the end of August and then September hit and things changed. Nothing bad, (laughs) nothing bad changed. But for me, it was like I was running, 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 and then it was time to rest. And it was really, really hard on me, you know, and this day and age with social media, you know, and I, and I preach it all the time with talking about comparison and it's something everyone, you know, Every, everyone has to work on it. So even though I started to hear the lies of the enemy in my ear when I was home, I had to figure out a plan. It was, do I get rid of that lie or do I let it build, plant a seed, build a root inside of me and then completely throw me off course? And a lot of times that is how people get off course. A nasty seed gets planted inside of them and the root grows. And then the avenue, the plan that God had for them, the direction that God had for them, now they've taken a side road or like I said at the beginning, they got into the valley and then they just decided to stay there. And one morning when I was reading uh, the word of God, I came across Isaiah forty three eighteen, and it just hit me. It just hit me, you know, because I let social media and I let, you know, I love, I love being in the meetings. I love being in church. I love being in the meetings, 
But I also have responsibilities with some homeschool and the kids and the house. And I have to not go on every single one that Ted goes on. I go on about 90%, but there are times where I have to be home. And we were starting school in September. And so I have a fifth grader and a first grader. And the first grader is harder because we're still at that stage. You're learning uh, extremely new things. You're learning still how to read and do the, you know, the English language, if you ever have to teach it, is such a pain. (laughs) There's so many rules and then there's so many rules you break. So to teach that to a six-year-old, you know, you got to have patience and you got to have time and you got to have focus. So I made a decision to skip out on several things this fall and stay home and sit next to my six-year-old and read everything and teach her and pour into her life. Well, that's completely different than what I had been doing all summer. Here I am preaching myself, you know, at women's meetings, I'm with Ted on the road, we're here, we're in service, we're doing a different thing at the moment. Well, then I got home and Ted keeps going and I, you know, I love traveling, the kids love traveling, they miss him. And here I am going, going, going to sitting. I'm sitting still. It was really, really hard for me. And it wasn't necessarily the rest part because God really dealt with me and spoke with me on rest. And like I said, that's in the other podcast, stop before you drop, because you can't be a good wife, a good mother, a good girlfriend, a good, you know, woman at work. You can't be any of that unless you have taken time to rest. And that is a phenomenal podcast, not because I did it, but just insight to let you know that it's okay to slow down. So this change in momentum that I had was, um, you know, you hear the lies. You're just a stay at home mom. No big deal. If your kids were in school, you could be getting so much more done for the ministry. These are all lies, you know, that I heard in my head. Just being transparent with you. Just being honest with you here. You could be doing so much more. You could be scheduling Facebook Lives to do every day in the studio. You could be, you know, putting out all this material. And even though I am, my pace is just a little bit different because of what my what my calling is. In all reality, my children, my family is my ministry first. And I'm honored that God has asked me to step out and do these things for nonstop mom and encourage you and speak to you. But I had to realize that I was dumbing down what God had asked me originally to do was to raise my family this way. And I was shoving that to the side because I felt like I wasn't in the spotlight anymore. And it was a bad feeling. And it was a bad feeling because it's like what God gave me, I I just needed to learn. This is what I, I realized. I had to learn how to manage everything correctly and realize that what I am doing, even though I'm sitting over my six-year-old shoulder to teach her first grade every day for a few hours, that that is significant. That whether you work, you have to go to work, or you stay at home and work, they are both equally significant. 
because I don't like this feeling that's out there that a working mom is better than a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home mom cares more about her family than a working mom. That's a crap mentality that society has thrown upon us and it like puts us against each other. It like puts the two worlds against each other. It puts the stay-at-home moms against the working moms. And listen, everybody's going to be doing something different. We're not here to criticize. We're here to build people up. It is so ridiculous to me that everybody goes at each other's throats because of what they think is better. But you're not in that family, so you don't have a say. So it's just way better. Unless somebody asks for your help, it's much better to keep your mouth shut because, you know, we don't need to be giving everyone's free opinions. It's not how it works. And it just tears people down and it makes people feel bad. And it starts an offense. And I didn't, (laughs) I'm really not trying to promote my, my podcast here, but I did that before. I did another one on offense and that will take you down a terrible path. So just encourage people and realize families are all going to make their own decision based on what they've prayed about, what they've discussed with their husband, you know, so just, just go with that. Sorry, I trailed off a little bit. (laughs) Always gets me going because people feel that way. They'll feel like a stay at home mom is not a real job or they'll feel like the moms that have to go to work are, you know, jerky moms. It's not the case. Just stay in your lane, do what God has called you to do and be confident about it. And when you're confident about it, that he's called you to do exactly what you're doing, who cares what anyone else says? That's exactly what I say when I have to make decisions for my family, for my kids. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you think it's a bad decision. I am someone who hears from the Lord. I'm confident in the relationship that I have with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And I know when I make a decision, I've prayed about it. My husband's prayed about it. We've agreed on it and we're good to go. And that's all that matters. So that's the kind of boldness that you need to get. I'm not sure this is a a little bit of a side from where I'm going, but if anyone's listening that is battling that right now or has a problem with that, just realize that encouragement's for you. Make the decision, stick with it, God told you to do it. Stay in your lane. Be confident. And everything's going to be fine. All right. So back to my momentum podcast. So the verse that I came across when I was reading one morning, when I was kind of feeling slightly down and, you know, down about it, was Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. The word of God said, but forget all that. It is nothing, nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness and I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And it just hit me so hard because I realized that I was 
just looking through my natural eyes. My natural eyes was seeing social media. My natural eyes was seeing all these different things people were doing. My natural eyes was seeing my husband take off on the plane and going to a meeting. And my natural eyes was seeing the Facebook lives where the anointing was breaking out and people were getting healed and people were dancing and rejoicing in the Lord. And yes, I do that at home. There is a difference though when you are in the actual service. And so I was seeing that with my natural eyes and I was getting down on myself and I had to realize I had to change my eyes, not looking through the eyes that are on my actual head. I needed to look through my spirit man's eyes. I needed to see that new thing that he's saying, that place, you know, you, you see, um, you see like that oasis in the desert, right? It's like that thing you see with all the water and the, um, the plants growing and it, it's like it, you see it and it gives you, it gives you hope. It gives you like, there it is. I can keep going. And it was like that. It was like, you know what? There are no down times. There are no dry seasons. I see an oasis and what do you have to do? You have to pull it in. Pull that thing into your reality. Pull that thing in right now into your life. Pull that in and make, you know, make what you see into what you're doing right now. I don't have to be traveling around the world to be happy. I don't have to be traveling around the world every five minutes. I don't have to, you know, be on social media posting things every five minutes. I have to be doing what God has called me to do. I have to stay filled up because if you get to the point where momentum, your, your season has changed for you, you're going to feel like, wait a second, these surroundings are not what I'm used to. These surroundings have changed to what I've been doing in the last year. I must be in a dry place. That's it. It looks dry. It's a down season. I've lost my momentum for what God's called me to do. You know, that is such a trap. It's such a trap. We get to this part of the year in fall, and I feel like people run so hard for the first part of the year. You know what I mean? Like January comes along, New Year's. Everyone's got 9 million New Year things they're going to do. And then, you know, they do a large fast and they're pressing in for the things of God. And God gives it to them in the spring. And then all of a sudden, what happens? By summer or fall, everyone's ready to sit around with a comfy sweater on and eat bonbons or pumpkin pie or post how many pumpkin spice lattes they're drinking. And then that's it. They've given up from the time fall starts to January 1st. January 1st, they'll kick it back back in gear again. But just because fall has changed a momentum for you, like it has for me, it doesn't mean we can't be productive. I love Psalms. It's something that I've been studying on lately. And I love Psalms 1. And it says in Psalms 1, verse 2, But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank. 
bearing fruit in each season. See, the manifestation in your life is what that's talking about. Bearing fruit is your manifestation. Bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. How exciting is that? You don't have to have a down season just because it looks different than what than what it's maybe the beginning of a year started like. Keep momentum going. Whether the speed has changed a little bit, that doesn't mean anything. You can be productive in every season and receive you know, and receive that prosperity. You know, everyone thinks prosperity is just money. It's not just money, but it is money. So don't, you know, don't quote me wrong there. You will prosper in all you do. You will prosper in your relationships. You will prosper at work. You will prosper in your finances. You will prosper in your marriage. You will prosper in all you do. So we have to realize that you know, when it seems like you've slowed down, that's not the case. When you seem like you've slowed down, naturally, you have to realize you are still going to accomplish your purpose within your calling. So don't compare yourself to anyone. Don't compare yourself. Homeschool moms, if you're on some kind of homeschool forum or a homeschool Instagram pages or Facebook pages, and you see all the things these other moms are doing. Don't get down on yourself. Do what works for you. Do what works in your time. Do what works in your schedule. Do what works with your family. This is what we have to remember. Our kids are not seeing what you're seeing. Our kids are not seeing the social media things that you're seeing. So they're not feeling left out. They're not looking at this other mom saying, man, that mom is doing so many arts and crafts with their kids. She's amazing. I wish my mom did more arts and crafts. Your kids are not seeing what you're seeing. So that's just a lie for the enemy to trip you up. You're seeing it. They're not seeing it. Your kids are perfectly happy with what you're doing, how you're teaching, what you've provided for them. So don't don't compare yourself. Same for moms that have to go to work that are looking at all these moms that posting the most fabulous dinners, always cooking for their family. Listen, you're doing what you need to be doing. Don't compare yourself. Your kids are not on social media looking at these other moms pages saying, I wish my mom cooked more. I wish my mom made homemade cookies every night. It's just a lie and a trap that the enemy is doing within your mind. So remember, this season that you're in, this fall season, don't slow down. Don't feel like you're in a dry spot. Don't, um, you know, don't let the enemy attack your mind. Reestablish your confidence in your purpose. And you know how you can do that? Seek fresh instruction from the Lord. Press in and do what he's called you to do. You got to stay focused to be productive. 
So don't get off track by trying to fill in places where you think you are lacking, where you think you need to be doing something. Just stay on the path God has given to you. And that's it. People are going to be doing other things all the time around you. But we're not robots. God has called each individual person to do different things. So we have to learn to be an encouragement. We have to learn not to get down, but encourage people. If somebody is doing something, but you feel like you're in a dry spot in your season, encourage them, promote them, let them know they're doing a fabulous job and then find out, God, what do you want me to do? What are you asking me to do? Seek fresh instruction from the Lord. When you feel like you're in a dry season, do not relax from the word of God. Nothing's wrong with physical rest, but continue to press in to the word of God. Continue, continue to press in because right there is where you'll fall away. And that, that feeling where you're not filling your spirit man up makes you feel dry, makes you feel agitated, makes you feel, you know, it's just like you need to have that word poured in. If your church has the doors open and they're doing services, get to church. I don't care if they get out at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Your kids are going to survive. I mean, for crying out loud, everybody that has to have all these bedtimes and they can't even bring their kids to revival services is ridiculous to me. Sorry, don't mean to go off on a rant. Maybe I'll just do a podcast called Carolyn's Rants because... (laughs) People say I always have them, but it's true. Like, let's do our priorities. Your kids are going to make it. I get it. They're sleepy. They might be a little grouchy in the morning. Big deal. You're sending them off to school anyway. Let them be grouchy for their teachers. (laughs) You don't have to deal with it. You were in church. Your kids were in church. Their spirit man was being filled. Your spirit man was being filled. And it's important to have that fuel to get you through the week and to get you into the place where you don't feel like you're in a dry season. So put your priorities straight. (laughs) Anyway, like I said, enjoy this fall season, but it's not time to pull back. It's not time to, you know, relax with the hot cocoa and the big sweaters and sitting on the pumpkins. It's time to find out in this different season what God has called you to do, what direction he's putting you in, and do it with the best of your ability. Because the Bible says, when you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. You will eat the good of the land. Your family is going to be blessed by the actions and the steps that you take by being willing and obedient. Thank you again so much for sticking around with me. Hopefully you didn't shut me off a few times in this podcast, but I truly love you guys. I want to hear from you. 
Make sure when you listen to share this on social media because I love to reshare it. Gets the word out there for all the new followers uh, that keep coming on daily. So let me know what you think about it. If you have any questions for a podcast or you want me to do one on a certain topic, I would love to hear from it. Make sure you can write me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, either way, you can get a hold of me. And um, I do get quite a few messages. So thank you for being patient uh, for me to respond to you. Uh, So anyway, thanks so much. I love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll be back with you next week.